Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. Ways or means or methods na ginamit ng Painon para ang kagalingan ay matanggap ng mga tao. At inuna natin yung laying on of hands because ito po ay maybe most of you doesn't know that this is actually one of our foundational doctrine. Which means to say, I mean, if this is primary, if this is foundational, hindi natin ito pwedeng baliwalain. Dahil hindi ka naman makakapag-graduate kung hindi ka dadaan, hindi ka makakapag-graduate sa grade school kung hindi ka dadaan sa grade 1. And sometimes, pag ikaw ay nasa grade 6 na ready to graduate, akala mo mag, matutuloy, pa rin kang, matutuloy pa rin ang graduation mo kung totally mong nakaligtaan at nakalimutan yung natutunan mo sa grade 1. How many of you know, I mean, I mean some people of course, napapagod sila because paulit-ulit. Nung grade 1 sila, ang 1 plus 1 equals 2. Nung grade 2, 2 pa rin. Nung grade 6, 2 pa rin. Walang pagbabago. Why? Because those are foundationals. You never, you'll never arrive to whatever you want to arrive if you don't, if you are not aware. Na importante ang mga foundational things. And one of the foundational doctrine ng church is laying on of hands. Although pwedeng magka, mayroong magkaibang mga layunin kung bakit ipinapatong ang kamay, katulad ng ipinatong ang kamay ni Moses kay Joshua. It was for the impartation of the wisdom or whatever God has put kay Moses, i-transfer kay Joshua. Pero sa ibang pagkakataon, ang magulang ay ipag-pre-pray, papatong nila ang kalang kamay sa kalang mga anak for impartation. But then on the other hand, which mas lalo itong prinaktis sa New Testament, not necessarily sa Old, pagka ikaw ay nagmi-minister ng healing sa may sakit. So, kung madalas na ginamit ito sa Biblia in the New Testament, I believe, hindi masama kung gagamitin din natin. Pero, ang mga ways na ito ay hindi po nagdidikta sa atin that that's the only way you should do. Because there are many other ways that people had received their healing. At ngayon, gusto kong Mabilisan lang, gusto kong talakayin yung susunod na tatlo. Kasi sa tatlo natin pag-usapan, ang mga inawit natin kanina ay halos nakaikot doon. Una, well actually pangalawa, dahil ang una ay laying on hands, ang pangalawa ay kung paano nagdala ng pagpapagaling ang Panginoon sa taong may sakit at karamdaman, ay sa pamagitan ng sinabi niya kung ano ang kanyang gustong sabihin. At dahil lahat ng sinabi ng Panginoon ay nasa Biblia na ibig sabihin, sinabi niya ang salita ng Panginoon. Spoken word. By speaking the word, somebody, the sick can be healed. Now, katulad sinabi ko, this may not be the case always. But, pinapakita sa atin at tinuturuan, natin, tinuturuan tayo ng Biblia that a sick person can actually be healed Kung hindi mo may patong ang iyong kamay, ay pwede mong sabihin ang salita ng Panginoon patungkol sa kalang kalagayan. 
Ito'y nangyari sa panahon ni Jesus. And even, maganda umpisan muna natin sa Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 25. Para makita natin ang kahalagahan ng pagdeklara mo or pag, pag-speak mo ng Word of God. Not just over yourself, but over somebody else who's sick. Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 25. For I am the Lord, I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. Ako ang inyong Panginoon. Sinasabi ko, at ang mga salitang sinasabi ko ay natutupad. So, one of the things you can speak over somebody else when they are sick is you can speak healing over them. Although, I mean, of course, karamihan sa atin, we would rather want to speak their condition. We would rather speak their, kung ano ang test, ano ang laboratory test, ano ang nandoon sa medical abstract, or kung ano ang binulong sa atin o sinabi sa atin ng doktor, Instead of speaking the word. Now, the reason why we have to speak the word because we cannot wait for God to speak to us anymore. Hindi na tayo kailangan pang mag-antay na ang Diyos mismo magsasabi patungkol sa healing natin. Dahil binigyan na tayo. You know what? The reason why the word of God was written so that it would be spoken. The word of God that is not spoken will not do anything. I mean, alam natin na ang Biblia ay gospel, magandang balita. Although ang apat na ebanghelyo, yun lamang particularly ang tinatawag natin four gospels. We don't necessarily call the books, the first five books of the Bible, which is called Pintachok, we don't necessarily call it the gospel. Pero sa kabuuan, we call it gospel. Ang New Old at saka New Testament ay tawag natin ay gospel. You know what? A gospel can never become a gospel not until you speak it. Kahit gaano ka magandang balita, kung ito'y mananatili lamang sa mga pahina ng librong ito. You know why? Because this is Logos. What was written in the pages of the Bible is called Logos. And Logos does not change any condition of any man or any woman. It doesn't change your financial condition. It does not change your physical condition. Change will only come when you take what is Logos and speak it out. When the Logos becomes a spoken word, that is where God will do or perform or fulfill what was being spoken. If you speak healing, then healing will come. If you speak prosperity, then prosperity will come. If you speak blessing, then blessing will come. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. 
Now, when the Word of God spoken as a spirit of life, as a word of life, that means healing too. Because ano bang silbi ng buhay if you're sick? What is life if you're sick? What is life if you're poor? Because the life that Jesus came to give us is Zoe, abundant life. A life that is free from lack, scarcity, poverty, free from sickness and disease. That's what Jesus came to give us. Yun ang dala ni Jesus, yun ang dahilan ng pagparito ni Jesus para bigyan niya tayo ng buhay. Hindi buhay na naghihingalo, hindi buhay na naghihikaos, hindi buhay na salat, hindi buhay na naghihirap, kundi buhay na masagana, buhay na malusog. And so Jesus said, the words that I speak, and He is speaking it to us. Now Jesus is no longer here. We need to learn how to speak the Word of God to ourselves and to others. And we have to believe that the Word that we are speaking are spirit and they are life. We have to speak healing. We have to speak restoration. We have to speak freedom. We have to speak blessing. We have to speak peace. We have to speak joy. We have to speak strength. Because if you are always speaking defeat, kung palagi mong sinasabi, ikaw ay talunan, or ikaw ay mahina, ikaw ay mahina, then that's, the Word of God says you are snared. You are trapped by the words of your mouth. Nabibitag tayo sa mga salitang lumalabas sa ating bibig. God would never speak death to us. God will never speak sickness or disease to us. I mean, no matter how much we have become hard-headed, ilan po sa inyo ang matikas ang ulo nyo pagdating sa Panginoon? Wala naman, wala, wala naman isa sa atin ay malamutan ang ating ulo. Kahit kung tayo ay matikas ang ulo, the Lord had never spoken, bubu ka! Have you ever heard God calling you, Hey, moron! Hey, stupid! Hey, dumb! You'll never hear anything from God. He would still call us, you're created according to my image. And you just look like me. You are, as, you are almost as intelligent as I am. You're almost, the reason why I said almost because we can never become as strong as God is. Because if we think we are strong as God is, then we might, it's too, it's too dangerous. Huwag tayong umakyat doon sa lugar na yun. It's too dangerous because baka tayo maging another Lucifer. It's, it's okay. We're almost as strong as God is. We're almost as wise as God is. But not necessarily as wise as God is. Because if you think you are already as wise as God is, then you might, you would no longer listen to godly counsel. You would no longer people, you would no longer listen to people who are more wiser than you are because you, so let's not, wag tayong umakyat doon, wag natin pasukin yung, yung teritoryo na yun. Isipin lamang natin, now we're almost as strong as God is, we're almost as intelligent as God is, we're almost as wise as God is. To protect ourselves. But God will never speak, He will never say, sa, sa, sa yung sitwasyon na ikaw ay naghihingalo, God would never say, mamamatay ka na. 
Tapos na ang maliligayang araw mo. Ililipat ko na ang birthday mo sa November 1. No, you never heard God say those words. He will speak life. He will speak healing. And I believe this is something that we all need to learn. And it would be best that while you are learning or while you are willing to learn, i-apply mo muna ito sa sarili mo. If you see death or mayroon kang nararamdaman, yung iba kasi, yung iba kasi mayroon, mayroon tinatawag, yung mga unbeliever ay mayroon tinatawag na premonition. Di ba? Alam mong mamamatay ka na. Alam mong maaksidente ka. Alam mo, ito yung mangyayari. I mean, so, ang, tawag sa, ang tawag ng world yan ay premonition. Now, maaring mayroon tayong ganyan. But no matter what we feel, no matter what we see, anuman ang ating nararamdaman, anuman ang pick-up ng ating radar, kung alam mo, ang kamatayan ay hindi naman galing sa Panginoon, ang sakit at karamdaman ay hindi naman galing sa Panginoon, ang kahirapan ay hindi naman galing sa Ang ikaw ay bumalik sa kasalanan mo, hindi naman galing sa Panginoon. Huwag na huwag mong sabihin. Ang sabihin mo ay ang kabaliktaran at kung ano ang sinasabi ng salita. Kung mayroong, mayroong premonition na ikaw ay mamamatay, speak life. Kung mayroon kang nararamdaman na ikaw ay magkakasakit, still, you, have, you still have to speak life. Because inilalagay mo ang sarili mo kung saan nandoon ang Panginoon. And God will never speak death over you. God will never speak sickness over you. God will never speak curse. That's what Jesus came to do, to deliver us, to redeem us from sickness, to redeem us from sin, to redeem us from curse. curse. And therefore, you should never speak anything. So through your spoken word, the sick can be healed. At ito'y nangyari kay Jesus sa Matthew chapter 8. Now, hindi si Jesus ang gumaling, kundi meron siyang sinabi, ang may sakit ay gumaling. Verse, Matthew chapter 8, verse 5 to 8. Kala ko matatakal natin itong tatlo. Anyway, verse, verse 5. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a, certain, a, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed. dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Now, of course, Jesus knew that there is power in his word. But the reason why he was surprised Because this wicked and godly centurion knew what he knew. When he said, I'm not worthy that you would come under my roof. Speak the word only. Speak the word and my servant will be healed. Now that doesn't mean that this is always what you're going to do when somebody sick. I mean, sometimes you have to be there. Sometimes it's not necessary. Kaya, itong mga ways at mga means na ito are not rules. 
but rather exception. So if you feel like if you feel like you are led to do this, do it. But if there are some other ways that God, you know that God is leading you, do it. Hindi naman yun ang issue kung sa papanong paraan. Ang issue dito is what you want accomplished is accomplished. If you are surrounded by the sick folks, kung ikaw ay napapaligiran ng mga tao, you don't want to prophesy them. You just don't want to encourage them. You want to heal them. Yun ang gusto mong gawin. Because they probably are receiving encouragement from other people already. Pero iisa lang ang kailangan ng may sakit. Ang may sakit ay hindi kailangan ng limpak na pera. Dahil aanhin nila ito kung sila ay may sakit pa rin. Eh kasi pasutong pangbayad sa ospital. No! They would stop being bothered about pangbayad ng ospital if they are healed. And if they are healed, maring mayroon silang utang sa ospital o mayroon dapat bayaran. I mean, it will take care of itself. Jesus said, worry not about tomorrow. Let tomorrow take care of itself. I mean, if God healed you in your physical body, why would He not take care of your dapat bayaran? Pero ang kailangan ng may sakit ay ang gumaling. Wala pang taong gumaling na may sakit dahil siya ay inulanan ng napakaraming pera. I mean, the sick person needed healing, not financial prosperity. As a matter of fact, kung uulalin lamang siya ng financial blessings, maaaring gugustuhin na lamang niya na ganun ang kanyang sitwasyon. Pero hindi siya natutulungan. I mean, nangyari ito kay Bartimaeus. I mean, araw-araw, ay inuulanan ng pagpapala. Kaya nga lang kailangan siyang dalhin sa kalsada para mamalimos. Pero can you imagine kung gaano kalaki ang kanyang kinikita? Lalo't lalo na na siya ay lisensyado. There are licensed professional beggars. And the reason why they became that way is because they are earning more than those who have a white-collar job. But the much money they receive does not make them rich because being wealthy is not always about money. Isa lang ang kailangan ng may sakit at karamdaman. Hindi sila ulanan mo ng mangga, ulanan ng bulaklak, ulanan ng mga prutas or kung ano-nung... Isa lang kailangan nila, healing. And listen to me, there is no one that can give them that. Walang kahit sino man, kundi Panginoon. Now, I understand, nabanggit ko na mayroon tatlong klaseng healing, but the two are not actually healing. One is natural healing. Second is, I mean, medical science can heal, but not necessarily so. But divine healing. I'm not, I have nothing against natural healing. I have nothing against medical healing. But I am for divine healing. And the reason why I am for divine healing is because people must be drawn to God. I mean, walang taong na ilalapit ang lang sarili because they were naturally healed. Maliban lang that in that natural healing, God has a divine intervention. Again, divine intervention pa rin. Nandun pa rin yung divine healing. 
Walang naaakay. As a matter of fact, lots of people, even Christians, or nag- naging Kristiyano, Lord, kung pagagalingin mo ako, pero ang kanilang tinitingnan ay kung paano ang medisina o ang doktor, ang ospital ang makakatulong sa kala. Umayos sila. Bago sila umayos, bago sila gumaling, sinabi nila, magsisilbi ako sa iyo, Panginoon. Paglilingkuran kita. Magpapagamit ako. Pagkatapos na sila gumaling, kahit anino man lang, hindi mo na makita sa church. Pero kung ikaw were divinely healed, if you were divinely healed, I mean, talagang may sayad ka na kung talagang kakalimutan mo pa rin ang Panginoon. Na alam mo'y walang ginamit, walang equipment, walang kahit ano. Pinagaling ka ng Panginoon. Super. Mayroon lamang naglapat ng kamay sa iyo, ikaw ay gumaling at hindi mo alam kung ba, paano. Mayroon lamang nagsabing be healed, had spoken the word at ikaw ay gumaling. I mean, how can you, how can you forget ng ganong klaseng kagalingan na iyong natanggap magmula sa Panginoon? Well, kung ikaw ay gumaling dahil sa medisina, palagi mong isipin, si doktor ko ang kasi. Now, hindi, hindi sa ayaw ng Panginoon na tayo ay kumain, uminom, or magpatingin kahit sa mayroon na ngayong nauuso ng mga doktor naturo, naturopathy na naniniwala sa mga natural means, mga dahon, I have nothing against it. But, kung inuuna natin sila at panghuli na nating nilalapitan ng Panginoon, sang katutak na sermon ang aabutin mo sa akin. Dahil ako'y naniniwala, ang Diyos, He does not deserve to be last. He deserved to be first. Well, ipasto to ang papano pagka hindi ako gumaling. Well, kung sasabihin mo hindi ka gagaling, then malamang hindi ka nagagaling. Dahil ang sabi ng Panginoon, hindi kita pagagalingin. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, pinagaling na kita. If you are still hoping to be healed, you are not gonna get healed. Kahit ka saan mapunta. Maaring mayroon kang doktor na mapuntahan na tumpak na tumpak ang kanyang niresita sa'yo, but the doctor would say, habang nabubuhay ka, iinom ka. Sa divine healing kasi wala kang kailangan inumin. Ang kailangan mo lang ipagpatuloy na inumin ay tubig. Dahil ang katawan mo ay 75%, 75% water, so you have to keep drinking. But not, hindi medisina. Sabi ng doktor, I declare you cancer-free. I declare, I declare you, but the doctor would say, but you have to take this as long as you live. In medical healing, the Lord will never tell you, you have to take this as long as you live. Because when you are healed, you're healed. And if you're healed, what's the use of taking the medication if you're healed? And the thing is, the Lord does not heal partially. The Lord heal completely. Now, the manifestation may not come completely in one time. But you have to believe that your healing is already complete. 
Kaya nga, ang, ang challenge dito ay hindi ang Panginoon. Ang challenge dito ay sa atin. Kasi ginawa na ng Panginoon. He already has done what He was supposed to do. And so, because I want to jump into the sec- second one, because the second one will be related to what we're going to do before we let everybody go, is the God heals through anointing with oil. May mga tao na pinagagaling ng Panginoon sa pamagitan ng pagpahid ng langis. You see, after na ikaw ay pinahiran ng langis, never, God never said, araw-araw kang magpahid ng langis ha? Hanggat sa kumintab yung noo mo. No! When God healed you even through the anointing oil, you are healed forever. You don't have to keep anointing on yourself on a daily basis. Not like when you go to the doctor, doctor says, okay, keep t- taking this medicine uh, three times a day. Uh, I mean, they have to keep reminding you. Well, the only thing I would remind you, after you are healed by the divine power of God, the only thing I will have to remind you, keep your vows. If you said, Lord, if you would heal me, I will serve you, keep your vow. If you said, Lord, kahit pati ang yaman na mayroon ako, negosyo ko, kinikita ko, pararangalan kita, keep your vow. Because the moment you violate the moment ibaliwala mo yung vow, then that is an open door that that same sickness and disease the devil will bring to you or even much worse pa. You keep your vow. I'll be in church always. I mean, kasi, sino nagsabi kanina? Pagka ang tao ay disperado, gagawin niya, ang si Joby nagsabi, I mean, kung disperado ang tao, gagawin niyang lahat. Pero pagka nakawala na sa desperation, nakakalimutan na. I mean, you have to keep your vow. I know, you don't have, hindi mo kailangan nandoon ka na, bago ka. Because, and people will see that. Kung pagagalingin ako ni Lord, magsisilba ko sa Kanya. Ako'y papasok sa kumbinto. Kung pagagalingin ako ni Lord, ako'y papasok sa seminaryo. Keep your vow. And the reason why we make vows because you make God as your last resort. And so alam mo, wala ka nang pwedeng kapitan, Panginoon lang. Akala mo na kung ikaw ay magvavow kay God, mapipilit mo siyang pagalingin ka. You see, wala, wala tayong pwedeng gawin para mapilitan ang Panginoon na gawin, gumawa siya ng bagay para sa atin. He already has done everything. The, the redemptive work the substitutionary act ng ating Panginoong Yesus doon sa cross ng Kalbaryo is more than enough. It's more than enough for our healing. It's more than enough for our prosperity. It's more than enough for our joy. It's more than enough for our peace. And God is not going to do anything more. We, he is not going to heal us. He already has healed us. 
He's not going to prosper us. He already had prospered us. He has done it already. And sometimes, para ma-activate yung ating pananampalataya, pananampalataya pagdating doon, is we have to do something na hindi natin palaging ginagawa. Now, we don't always anoint people with oil to heal the sick or to be healed. Pero kung nangyari that magkasunod na dalawang Friday ay nag-anoint, it's because the first one was planned and the second one was not. It was by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And so is today. Today, this is not planned. But this is by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You're going to receive an anointing not only to be healed, but you will receive an anointing to heal others who are sick in your body. We'll stand right here. Tatayo kami ni Pastora dito sa harap. And then we'll just let everybody pass us by. Then we'll, an we'll anoint you. And then you can go bring, dalhin yung inyong mga bag, yung mga gamit, and then you can go exit na. Sino pa ang unang pumasok? Ang nandito sa baba o nandun sa taas? Nasa baba. So do you want first in, first out? Siyempre daw. Siyempre. Siyempre. So bali, one way lang, whichever direction, one way, walang magsasalungat. And then we'll pray that you'll be anointed to heal the sick. But before we do that, gusto kong basahin ang scripture along the lines of anointing with oil. Mark chapter 6, verse 13. Mark chapter 6, verse 13. And they cast out many demons. Okay, take note. This is not Jesus doing this. Because it says, and they. This is, ang tinutukoy dito ay ang mga alagad. Katulad na ikaw at ako ay alagad ng Panginoon. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil. Sino ang mga inanoint nila? And anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. So, ang pag-anoint ng oil sa inyo ngayon could represent you receiving your healing or it could represent you receiving the anointing to heal so that others who are sick might be healed. James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Do not call the doctor yet. Alam ko po, nakasanayan natin na pagka tayo mayroong masamang pakiramdam, doktor kagad natin tinatawagan. Okay lang sana kung si Dr. Jesus, pero ibang doktor eh. Subukan natin na pagkasumamang ating pakiramdam, si Jesus kaagad. At sanayin natin ang ating sarili upang pagkanasanay, pagkanasanay ang iyong sarili sa kanong paraan. It could be na ikaw na ang tatawagan ng ibang may sakit. Because you have become an elder. You have become an elder in the area of healing. God did it with you and now can, God can do it freely through you to others. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up 
And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. One last verse, Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. Praise and worship, come. You'll be the last one to be prayed for. You said first in, first out. They were the first ones who came in. <laughs> but they will be the last one to go out. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and your yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. One of the yoke na ang mga Kristiyano are yoked today is sickness and disease. You know why it is a yoke? Because you cannot do whatever you want to do. In fact, you, you will only do what somebody else wants you to do. Listen to me, we can never allow. Nabanggit ko, I think, when, was it Wednesday or last Sunday? When was the last time? I mean, more than 100 years old. When was the last time that our government has become, was, was so concerned about our health? I mean, kung mayroon pang nabubuhay ngayon na tao nung panahon ni Aguinaldo, I don't think kahit yung mga taong yun would say, no, no, no. It was not the government's responsibility. Health issues is never government's responsibility. The, ang responsibility ng government is to protect our freedom. It is our own responsibility. Our safety is our own responsibility. Our healing is our own responsibility. Do not expect that what they put in your body would bring healing to your body. It does not matter what you put into your body. Because the reality is, your healing has been paid for. Ang kagalingan mo, ibinayaran ng Panginoon. Christ became cursed for us. Because the scripture says, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. And by that, dahil sa pangyayaring yun, He redeemed us. He bought us back. We used to be sick. He healed us and we're sick no more. We used to be poor. He blessed us and we're poor no more. Amen? So receive the anointing today as we pray. We're not anointing anyone. The Bible says it is God who anoints us. What we're doing is we're only doing what the Scripture is encouraging us to do. I mean, we can receive an impartation that will heal the sick. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesantarosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.